Cole Komet says that him and the Chicago Bears have started extension talks. We're going to talk about what that could mean for the team. The Bears also released their offseason schedule so we can know what dates we're expected to see certain things and, and the timeline there. And the Bears receive an unexpected seventh-round pick. We're going to talk about that, plus dive into the mailbag all right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby, and we got some things to talk about today. The Cole Commander said that him and the Chicago Bears have already started extension talks. Now, this isn't surprising for me. I know some Bears fans aren't as necessarily as high as what we hear on Chicago Bears Central are on uh, Cole Komet, but it, it makes sense that Ryan Poles would go in if it's a guy that he is sure he wants on this team to just get that extension talks done early. We know that extension talks have to come with Chase Claypool and things at some times if the Bears decide to go that route, but with Poles and Iberfus both speaking so highly on Cole Komet and his growth last season in both his blocking game and being a playmaking tight end, it does not surprise me at all right now. Um, Cole Komet, the direct quote was, just little talks here and there. Uh, they've got a lot to get done. Obviously, with the draft for agency and all those things, really wouldn't expect much to happen maybe until summer, really until after free agency settles and the draft, so we'll see where it goes. And that, that's fair, right? That is fair. That's realistic. That's a solid timeline. It shows a great perspective also from Cole Komet on him understanding what and all the things that Ryan Poles and this Bears team has to address and do first before they get to him and talking uh, contract extension with him. They still got their own internal free agents and David Montgomery things that they need to talk about before they even get into that that talk with him. But all these things make sense. It's, it's not surprising for me that they would start exploring those extension talks to get an idea of what that's going to look like to keep Cole Komet being a Chicago Bear for the long term. So, you know, I, I'm happy. I like to see it. He's become a weapon uh, for uh, 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 Justin Fields, and he's going to continue to grow and develop with Justin Fields. I like how his timeline fits Fields' timeline as well. And I do think they're gonna, we're going to see that that chemistry and things start continue to grow and develop with Cole Komet and Justin Fields. And I actually think, especially next season, if, uh, if Ryan Poles doesn't add like a huge wide receiver like I'm not expecting him to do, I don't expect him to add a, a number one wide receiver, I expect Cole Komet and Justin Fields and that chemistry to be a big part of the Chicago Bears offense and hopefully in a much improved passing game with the other blocking opportunities and, and, and depth we're going to add to that offensive line. So let me know what you guys think on that down below. Do you do you like the fact that the Bears and Cole Komet are already starting to explore contract extension talks? Do you like the concept of, of uh, Cole Komet st staying a Chicago Bear for the long haul? All right, so the Chicago Bears have also released their offseason schedule. Of course, the draft is April 27th through 29th, but the Bears will hold their uh, first rookie minicamp May 5th through 6th. That's the weekend right uh, after the draft. We also will have OTAs, uh, 10 OTA practices that will go down May 22nd through 23rd, May 25th, the 30th through 31st, and then June 1st and the 5th through the 8th. So again, that's where we're going to start to see kind of how, how whatever the additions they made, things like that how that starting lineup starting to look out, who's starting to separate themselves in other in position races, things like that. We're going to start hearing all that around that area. And then the offseason program will conclude June 13th through 15th with full squad mandatory minicamp. So that's a lot when a lot of those things go down. And I know those things sound like they're far off, but keep in mind, we're, we're March just March felt like it just started. We're almost midway through March already. Um, so these things are going to start flying. These dates are going to start flying by and we're going to start really knowing what this team is going to look like 
um, heading into the next season here shorter rather than uh, longer. So uh, with that being said as well, the Bears did receive an additional seventh round pick, a a compensatory pick in the 2023 draft. Now, we didn't necessarily earn it. It's a a supplemental selection. What happens basically is that if there are enough uh, picks going around, they, they give them out to teams, basically. The Bears and the Texans both got an additional seventh round pick. And while I'm not mad at it, it, it may not turn into anything major. Keep in mind, I think it's slated to like be the 258th pick or something like that. But considering what how Ryan Poles went out and got Jack Sanborn, right? An additional pick, whether it be a tool for a trade or whatever else, if Ryan Poles has done his his uh what we expect as far as going down in that draft, uh draft and just looking at all the um the prospects there and done his due diligence, we could still walk away with a, a very solid player in there. I mean, look at what we got on the unsigned market last season. So, you know, uh, Bears, more tools at their disposal. I don't think any anybody's going to be mad at more tools. So I'm glad that the Chicago Bears do get that. We'll see how they use it. But all right, that's it for the topics and news today. Not a lot going on right now around. Things are kind of settling, just waiting for more dominoes to start falling, things like that. Um, but it is Friday, so that means it is mailbag. We got quite a few uh youtube comments which i don't know why you guys don't call in get your voice in but i'm gonna appreciate it because you guys left a, a bunch of youtube comments with the mailbag tag we also got one voicemail we're gonna get into that voicemail now hey what's going on hey this is guy why man i'm just calling just to see i just don't understand why people were talking about trading justin fields with the number one draft pick i'm so glad that ryan Pose came out and just finally said that he was going to trade down and keep justin fields do people not understand that we sat through like five seasons of Rex Grossman, eight seasons of like uh Jay Cutler, like three seasons Cal Orton, like y'all do not give this kid time to develop. Now I know a lot of y'all don't believe the D hop situation is real, but I'm telling y'all, if the Bears trade down to the number four, get Will Anderson and trade like a three and a fourth round pick for D hop, man, that'd be awesome. He will be able to help develop Claypool and Darnell Mooney into some top wide receivers. Then you help get that offensive line and defense line together. Y'all talking about eight to seven games winning streak? I can see us definitely going to the playoffs this year. But, man, y'all keep doing y'all thing out there, man. And like I say, man, bear down. All right, so why did the people want to see Justin Fields traded? It's listen, it was just conversation. I, I especially when, if you're talking about from the national media. Now I have seen some Bears fans that were open and think that the Bears should have explored trading uh, Justin Fields, and I really just think it comes down to we live in a microwave society. Everybody has that microwave mindset. Everybody wants to see things now, right? They don't like hearing the development, the thing like, and some some people who are kind of don't don't have time or don't invest in in going through progressions things like that they just want to see the team do something and in their minds it's Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears did not make a postseason they were a three and 14 team uh, it makes them feel like the Bears are doing something by just trading a major piece but I'm glad that they come out and said that I'm glad that they are investing in Justin Fields we've been telling you guys here for a long time it wasn't going to happen right it wasn't going to happen everybody can speculate all that they want Justin Fields is our QB1. He's our franchise quarterback. He's going to continue to be that, and they're going to build around Justin Fields for the foreseeable future. Now, for the people that are impatient and waiting to see Justin Fields grow in the passing game, things like that, best believe it's coming. And I think that Ryan Poles is going to make sure it comes via upgrading that offensive line 
this offseason. I do think that we're going to have a much improved team and a lot of the naysayers and doubters around Justin Fields are going to be walking away by the end of next season realizing and being a believer in what we have in Justin Fields. He's always going to have his doubters. Doubters, that's just what it is in sports. There's never going, let me not say never. Sometimes people are universally loved and the fan base does have a universal opinion about. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card, Card rewards? Tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. A player, but until Justin Fields reaches a mountaintop, it's you're gonna always hear some Bears fans that just don't necessarily believe in it, and that always are gonna think and look at what could be better on the horizon rather than realize that we have a, a great young quarterback that's going to develop that is already one of the most electrifying players in uh, the NFL today. I stole that from The Rock, but, uh, you know, it, and, and it, it's, it's good. It's good to have that. Now, as far as the D-hop portion of your voicemail, I've been saying I don't think that the Chicago Bears are going to make a major acquisition. I hear what you're saying if the Bears get more picks, and I'm not saying that it's not a possibility, but I do think with how many holes we need to fix on this team, how many things that we need to do on this team, Ryan Poles is going to use, especially you're talking about a third or fourth rounder, he's going to use that for a player that, you know, adds some depth to the team or a young player that he really sees has that potential in this in, in the team. I really do think this is going to be an evaluation year. Not to say, not like last year was an evaluation year as well, but that was an evaluation year that didn't come with the expectations of winning. I think we're going to go into a, a winning season, but we're still going to evaluate Justin Fields and the weapons that we have by improving that offensive line, seeing what kind of decisions Justin Fields makes with having more time, seeing how the wide receivers, uh, as far as the uh, the team as a whole, not being so run-heavy, uh, right? Run-reliant. We're going to be a run-heavy team, but not a run-reliant team. Um, and our passing game grows before they go out and potentially uh, attach big-time, long-term money to a wide receiver. They want to really get an evaluation period going on the receiver core they have. I still do think that they are going to add a wide receiver, but I don't know if it's going to be the huge acquisition. That's my opinion. We'll see what happens. I understand a lot of people want D-Hop, and I understand why. It's not one of those situations where I'm like, you guys are crazy for one in the, uh, Hop. I don't, I don't think that at all. I understand that, and I wouldn't mind him on this team. That's just not the route that I necessarily think Ryan Poles is going to go. I could be completely wrong, and if I am wrong, I'm not going to be mad at add, adding any type of talent to the team and giving Justin Fields more weapons. I just want to temper the expectations that Ryan Poles is going to try to address everything in this one offseason. I think that sometimes you have to evaluate what you have, and then especially because what Chase Claypool will be up for uh, an extension at that point um, and, and things like that, that's when you can go out and maybe make some adjustments with going after bigger players. And keep in mind, the wide receiver um, free agent class is much better in next year. And I think that wide receiver draft class is also slated to be much better next offseason. So with the Chicago Bears potentially getting future picks and future first-round picks and trading this number one overall pick, I think we can see that come along as well. But you guys can let me know what you think on that one down below. All right, let's get into the YouTube comments. This first one is from Noah Pilate. Uh, He says this. Do you think the commanders only tag Payne to possibly use as a way to get the number one overall pick? Because we know their QB is not the long-term answer. I don't necessarily think that. Um, not to say that I don't think they're necessarily try to, they, they're not one of the teams that are maybe calling to see if they can get their quarterback move up to the number one overall pick. 
But I don't think that franchise tagging Payne was the route to get there. That's my personal opinion. Could be wrong on that one. I understand where you're going with that. And teams do do things strategically to, to set themselves up for later moves down the road. So it's absolutely a possibility. Not necessarily thinking that that's what it was, but it definitely could be one. So, you know, we'll keep a lookout on that. If that ends up being, if the, if the commanders do end up pulling off a trade for the, for the pick with us and they are our trade partner, uh, maybe you're on to something there. All right, let's get to the next one. This one's from BC Always Right. He says, now that Ryan Pose jumped out of the window with this statement that he knows he can get a three first, will it be a failure on his part if he doesn't land something close? No, because again, it's all posturing, right? And I think we have to temper those expectations. When, when GMs talk and things like this, it's his job to try to strum up the interest. Well, not strum up the interest, but to up that price, right? And in saying that he thinks he can get that, what they did is kind of set the bar of, hey, if you come in with, with something less than these three first, you got to be coming with a hell of an offer. So I do think that that's probably what that was. And it makes sense for Ryan Poles to do that. But um, I mean, we'll see. Where do things have happened? I'm not saying that it's not a possibility that it could go that way, because as we know, this is sports. Anything can happen. But I don't necessarily think that that's the route that he was going. But again, I would love to be wrong. We'll see. I do think that Ryan Poles is going to get a hell of a haul. And once we do know what went down for that number one overall pick, We'll evaluate the trade. We'll compare that versus what was rumored out there, see how the Bears did. But BC Always Right always has a great mailbag question. Thank you for always supporting the channel. Uh, let's get to the next one. This one's from LA. Thank a brand. And he says this, Hayes, I know you feel a true wide receiver number one is unlikely via trade or the draft. What is notable is that KC uh, doesn't really have a true number one wide receiver either. I think it's safe to say Travis Kelsey is their number one. So here's a question for you. Do you feel that, it, that there is a tight end available in the draft this year or via free agency that could have that kind of impact for the Bears, not necessarily uh, to the extent of Kelsey, but still the number one target. Um, I don't think the Bears go tight end. I, and I don't necessarily, there's some really good tight ends there. And we talked about it. I actually have a whole um, episode on just covering the tight end prospects in this draft. And there are some damn good tight ends. But I think if we go draft a tight end, it's going to be kind of more towards, it's going to be in day two for sure. And if we do that, it's going to be more a player that, offers maybe a similar type skill set to uh, Cole Komet, but I definitely think Cole Komet is our tight end, and I don't necessarily think that they are going to go anyone that, that necessarily replaces Cole Komet, especially in the first segment today, talking about them doing the contract extension. So that's kind of what I think there. Could definitely be wrong on that one as well, but we'll see how it goes. But, um, you know, I, I do think that Cole Komet is going to develop, as I said in the early segments, a hell of a weapon for Justin Fields, and I do think we're going to use use him and, and slants and things like that, and we could see a lot of that short to mid mid passing area go to that go to Cole Komet and him be uh, especially you know if, if Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool really uh, in the offensive line, and we become, that passing game becomes a big weapon. I don't necessarily see us in this draft though um, going into uh, that area where we're where we're necessarily kind of you know getting a tight end that then is our de facto number one wide receiver. But there are some really good tight ends in this draft, right? There are some really good ones that are slated to go further down the draft. Of course, you have Michael Mayer, who's definitely going first round. Luke Musgrave's also going first round. But if you get to towards the where I think the Bears are going to pick, I've already, Davis Allen is another one. Cameron Latou is another one that the, that the Bears can look at. So there are some really good tight ends that I do think that the Bears can come in and bring in as the number two tight end to kind of extend what Cole Komet does um, and kind of, you know, simulate that. But I don't know if we go um, someone to necessarily replace them. That's my thought. You guys can let me know what you guys think on that one down below. But thank you again so much for tuning in and being some of the best parts, not some of, the best part of Chicago Bears Central. As we continue our offseason coverage, 
Um, it's just been it's been a fun uh, offseason already. I, I think for most people and and us, it's just you know hearing the Bears talked about as much. It always being something around the Bears um, in conversations. Things they've given us a lot to talk about as well. And it looks like um, yeah. So that's it for the mailbag. I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah, didn't miss anything in the mailbag. So that is it for today. Make sure you're following the show at um, Shy Bear Central. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail like you heard on today's episode, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. Like I liked in every episode on. Go Bears. Love you guys. Bear down, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.